Hey, I'm Heather, a chaos coordinator and mom of three young kids. Chaos and cookies is literally my life, with never-ending dishes, laundry, you name it. Being a mom is a blessing, but it also comes with hard days too. Together, we can find the humor and real solutions to lighten your load and clean up the crumbs. You're listening to the Chaos and Cookies Podcast. Hello, hello, and welcome back to another episode of the Chaos and Cookies podcast. I am very excited to have another author on the show, and this is a mom book that I'm excited to share with you. And before I bring my guest on, I'm going to tell you a little bit about her. Her her name is Lauren Venna, and she is a celebrity makeup artist, a children's author, and mompreneur, and is on a mission to remind moms, no matter how crazy life is, your kids love you more than ever, and to them, you're perfect in every way. Lauren's latest read, My Mom, The Best Mom Ever, places emphasis on unconditional love and reminds moms that perfection doesn't exist. Isn't that so true? Lauren has been a professional makeup artist for over 20 years and is the owner of LV Makeup Artist. Most recently, she launched her own LV makeup brush line and signature LV blenders. When she's not launching makeup tools or hanging with her two little ones at home, you can find her working on set as the in-house cover and feature makeup artist for Bella magazine. Lauren emphasizes confidence and self-love through her makeovers and spends time on the East and West coast, teaching others how to apply makeup and prioritize self-care. I need you in all ways. Please welcome Lauren to the show. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you for having me. I'm just like reading your bio, <laughs> introducing you. And I'm like, makeup is not my thing. I wear like four things. The You're same my thing. favorite client, my favorite client. <laughs> yeah, right. And it's just like, I'm learning like what a highlighter is. And I'll, I'm like, I don't know. So need your help. You are my favorite client because I do a lot of uh, master makeup classes or private makeup classes. And I guess being like a celebrity makeup artist, people think they get a little intimidated, you know, but you are my favorite because it's, you don't need 900 things, you know, we're moms and, or just everyday working women. And we just need like a 15 minute routine, five products, get out the door. So I love when you said that. Like that's my job to teach you how to get out the door quickly with a couple products, you know? Right. Cause you want to look presentable and put together. I mean, we don't have to be in camera with all these lights and right. stuff, which the celebrities need. Cause that's just, that's why you of need course, different things. Yeah. Totally different type of makeup. I just need to be at the grocery store, not looking like, you know, the walking dead. So yeah. Right. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Unless you want to look like that. I'm sure you could probably do some artistry, which there. happens. Cause I, I am also the makeup artist that walks out of the house with no makeup sometimes. So my clients and- will vouch for that, that see me and ask that's me hilarious. if they need to drop off soup. So yeah. Oh no. <laughs> Those are good friends right there. <laughs> and then you're also like, thanks. Thanks a lot. Yeah, no, yeah just me with yeah, no makeup on. Well, before we jump in, I'm going to ask you my icebreaker question, which is what is your favorite cookie and or cookie memory? Uh, amazing question. So my mom is the best baker in the whole entire world. Like that is her thing. She's going to kill me for saying this, but I'll say it anyway. But now, cause she knows, like I say this all the time, cooking is not like her best, best thing, but baking, like people know Randy Syed is the best baker in the world. So her putting chocolate chip cookies are the greatest thing in the world. Ooh. And my mom, yeah, my pudding mom's putting chocolate chip. 
Yes, because there is vanilla pudding in them. And they, like everybody always says that. And I think the recipe is actually on the back of the box. No. I, could, I really think it is. But my mom's baking, like it's never a burnt cookie. It's a soft cookie. Like she's the best baker in the world. Um, uh-huh. I want to like match it with something. Also, she does this, um, I'm Jewish and there's this, um, like, uh, what, what I'm Jewish too. So you can oh, totally talk oh, about it. <laughs> oh my God. Okay. So, um, it's, it's another chocolate chip cookie, but it's on Passover. So it's not made with the flour, but I oh, don't, yeah. so it, but it's a it's chocolate like chip bread. Yeah, no, but it's a chocolate chip cookie mandel bread. Oh, and it's soft. So it's not like, you know, when you like, um, have it out for like four days and it gets like hard and crunchy. No, it stays like mushy and soft. Ooh, I'm coming to your house for Passover. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh my God. The cookies are, she's the best baker ever. Yeah. And anytime oh, it snows or it's really cold, my mom bakes. That's her thing. Really? Yeah. I grew up, um, not very thin. So yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I like to bake at the holidays. I bake anytime, but like I do holiday cookies and I do like my parents and my sister are always like, are you making those again this year? I'm like, I make them every year. Get them while they, <laughs> I have the ingredients. It's fun because you want to walk into your house when it's like cold outside and you want to feel mm-hmm. and you just want to smell something like it's baking. Yes. And you know, it's so great. Like I remember that my childhood, my mom baking, the smell of the house and just always like there was always cookies at my mom's counter and we live three minutes from her. So my kids, they go to Grammy and grandpa's house. What do you have? What, what did you make? She even has it in the freezer. Like there's always my mom's cookies at her house. So I love that tradition like passed on. Oh. Um, I wish I say I bake like her. My daughter loves to bake. So um, I actually like baking more like my mom than cooking because it's exact. Yes. I, I like the, exacting too. Before yes. I learned how to cook, I liked baking better because there was no pinch of here, salt oh. here because everyone eats differently yes. when you cook, like don't over salt, don't under salt. Right. But with baking, it's very exact because if you miss up like something, then 100%. you're, it, it, it messes everything up. Like 100%. if the butter's too cold, it makes it really terrible. If it, yes, it's awful. Yeah. So if it's exact, I feel like you really can't mess that up. So yeah. I always say, if you can read, you can cook yeah. or bake. So true. Right. So true. Just follow the ingredients. Yep. That's right. And so, yeah. okay. So you are in New Jersey. Yes. And how many kids do you have? You have two. I have two. My Chloe just turned 12 and my son, Travis is 10. So fun. Yes. I, I have a six. I an well, he'll be eight. Uh, next week, and uh, we're in November right now. If you're listening to the episode, birthday. and so eight, six, and four. Wow, you're busy. They're little, <laughs> yeah. Yes. Any girls in there? Yes, the middle one is my girl. So I have bookend boys, and I've got my oh girl my in the middle, and she firecracker. She's yeah, she's great. I mean, I thank God I only have one, and she's getting into <laughs> makeup, and she's getting into uh-huh. all the girly things. So that's really nice to see when you have brothers. I didn't have brothers; I had a sister. Okay. And so I feel like if you have a sister, it's easy because you have to sparkle stuff all the time. Oh, glitter everywhere. Dinosaurs and superhero stuff. And she loves Spider-Man and but she loves oh, I love being that. girly. At the same I do time. love when girls love, like we're a big Marvel fan in our house. Me my- too. Oh, I love Me it. too. I'm such a dork. I love it. <laughs> but I do like when girls have that like superhero stuff, but they also can, you know, watch it while wearing a glitter you know, tutu. So yeah, <laughs> it's yeah. hundred percent. That's, that's their ways. cape right there. I Come love on. it. 
Come on. Hint, hint, you'll love my second book that's coming out this spring. Oh, well, let's dive into that. So if you haven't, if we're, we're on video, but if it's so I can see Lauren. So behind you has a very big mock-up of my mom, the best mom ever book. It's super cute. Always wanted to write a book. I don't have the time. So tell us There's a little a- bit more about that book and it, the illustration's great. Thank you. Um, so yeah, this is like, as you see me now, cause I actually had, um, a client this morning. So I'm all made up again. If I didn't, you know, we would be a hot mess, which is my book right there. Me with brushes in my hair, no makeup on bags under the eyes, coffee spilled pajama shirt, two different shoes on, um, a typical day in mom life, you know, but the kids that are next to me looking at me, like I am just the most perfect, beautiful thing in the world. Even the doggies just love me. Um, And the book started with actually just, I kind of wrote the story to my kids as a joke. Um, Mm. I had a really bad mom day as we all have. Um, Oh yeah. (laughs) You know, like (laughs) the alarm, I pressed snooze a couple too many times. Um, It was one of those days, you, you know, this is before COVID, but you know, your kids need a certain water cup. That water cup wasn't clean. And, you know, it's gotta be the pink one, not the uh, purple one. A hundred percent. I didn't get to the grocery store for the lunch they wanted. It was like orange day for like school spirit. And I didn't switch the wash into the laundry the night before the dryer. So I'm like, yellow is close to orange. You're going to wear that. Like everybody's running (laughs) late. I'm screaming. You're going to miss the bus. It was like chaos. And it's only like 8am, you know, and like five things happen before like 10 minutes went by. So we're running out to the driveway. Of course, the two dogs have to be outside. I can't find my, both of my shoes. So I'm walking out with like a heel, like a platform sandal and like a thin one. So I'm lopsided, no bra on my husband's work shirt on. Cause I didn't get dressed mascara dripping down from the night before I have curly Jersey hair. It's standing straight up yelling, like, like, let's go, let's go. And my neighbor who always goes like straight to work after the bus comes. So like beautifully dressed and like ready. And she's looking at me like rough morning, Lauren. I'm like, yeah, you think? (laughs) (laughs) And Chloe's getting the bus waving, blowing me kisses. And my son runs back and gives me like the biggest hug and kiss. Like, love you, love you, more kisses. And again, this is when he was younger. Now he would never do that with a bus. I know my eight-year-old's already Um, (laughs) like walking past me. And I'm like, just hug me. One hug. it's, you know, he will do it. The thing about Travis that I love, he'll do it as long as nobody sees, you know, mm. nobody will see him. So I still am like holding on to that, that that will last a couple more years. I don't know. But if God forbid anybody saw him, he would like, you know, throw me down. <gasps> Ugh, <wow>. um, <laughs> Get off but, me. Uh, yeah. So I went inside after I unlike leashed the dogs because they were wrapped around me. I got a glimpse of Amira and I first was like in shock. And I just started laughing because it was so hysterical of what I looked like and what I sounded like. And then took it in as, wow, like I could literally be an evil, like Marvel. Like I could be like, like the worst villain. And these kids don't even care. Like I'm the best mom. Like they don't want anyone else. Nothing matters. Like they were just like, yeah, peace. Love you. You're the greatest. Can't wait till I get home and be with you again. So I started like jotting down these things and I made like a little book and I read it to them and Chloe's hysterical laughing. And at the end, she's like, you got to make this a real book. My friends will find it so funny. And Travis, cause at the end of my book, it goes to being, you know, I love you. Like the moral of the story is that my mom is the best mom ever. And Travis goes, but you are the best mom ever. And I'm like, okay. So that clicked, you know, 
Mm-hmm. And then I read it to my husband who usually shoots me straight, like stick with makeup. And like, you know, <laughs> if I always have an idea, he's like, slow your roll. And he's like, yeah. So like every woman is like a hot mess in some way. You really need to make this. <laughs> he's like, at least all you and your friends are, this is actually something I really think you should put this out there, you know? And I never thought it would like, I never thought I'd be doing interview podcasts or just talking to women and, you know, kind of flipping pages. Like I was, I had horrible postpartum. I was on bed rest with both my kids. There was a lot of issues I had when I first had my kids and it was mom groups, like my own mother. I mean, my husband was beyond supportive, but I really communicated with a lot of moms. And when I put this out there, there were so many moms that were like, yes, we're a hot mess and it's okay. And that was kind of the point too. And it just, it's still like a, oh my God, this is amazing that moms are feeling amazing and it's great. And kids are connecting and laughing too. So um, this book I say is like my third baby. I love yeah. it because uh, it's, it's, we should feel proud and good that we are just, you know, living our best life. It doesn't matter. And, you know, it's like a survival mode every day. So yeah. Absolutely. I mean, I love the, the name of it and it, the, if you could see the illustration, it's super cute. And it's perfectly said on how you just your kids see you as perfect. And so no matter what, we have to be just not as hard on ourselves about it. A hundred percent. Right. A hundred percent. And so we, we, we dove in a little bit about what inspired you to write your book. And so how does this, do you have any makeup? Like it, does it tie in, in the book or is it It just little stories about what happened or you put like your role as a makeup artist in there too? I had to tie that in. Um, one reason is, is that, um, you know, my son finds me absolutely the most beautiful when I am in pajamas, no makeup. My hair is like day five. Like I literally feel personally like the grossest thing ever. And that's when I'll get, even from both kids, like the cuddle snuggle, that kind of thing. If I have a hot date with my husband and I spend three hours on myself, Travis will be like, don't even go near me. Cause whatever's on your lips, it's like dog poop. Like lipstick is equal to dog poop to him. <laughs> like he will not even go near my face. He thinks if I'm fully made up for work or like a date, or even if I'm in heels or like a dress, he finds it like, he's just like, mommy, you're not like snuggly. Like I'm not mushy. Like I need to be mushy. I'm too, right. like it's not, you know? So I put in one of the pages is mommy goes in total disguise. And, you know, she Mm -hmm. goes to work, you know, that was, and the kids are all like, you look weird. So, and it shows me putting on makeup and then it goes, but the best part is when, you know, she goes back into daddy's pajamas and it has me pulling off my lashes and he talks about caterpillars because my kids, since they were little thought my false, they look like caterpillars. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, I do get into the makeup side of that because that's a big part of my life. Um, but and I kind of thought, I'm like, I want this book to be related to me because I'm, I'm writing, you know, again, I just wanted to write this kind of story, but I hope what other women find it relatable. And that was the other thing is that I guess I hear a lot of kids find that with their moms when they get dressed up or put makeup on, they do. Oh, that. well, that's what I, I was going to tip on. Like anytime now that, I mean, I think because I have the podcast and I'm on camera a lot, so I'm in hair and makeup more than I typically am. I typically don't wear a lot of makeup anyway. And, um, it's fitting with the business chaos cookies. So it doesn't, I could have an excuse, but every single time I would put on like normal shoes and I have normal clothes on every single time. They'd be like, 
where are you going? <laughs> I'm like, what? And they're like, where are you going, mom? You're dressed. Like you look pretty. I'm like, I'm like, oh, do I not yeah. look pretty every day? But they know. And they look at you like, don't go. Where are you going? It's like, it's I'll, so I'll be back. <laughs> it's so crazy. Oh my God. That was like the initial thing of COVID. I remember I was like fully in pajamas, like those oh, first yeah. three months. And when I finally did get back into makeup, they're like, you have work. <laughs> like, <laughs> what's happening? And I'm like, I know mommy has to get like presentable again. <laughs> yeah. It's just, they pick yeah. up on that stuff. Cause they can totally tell when you're like vegging out and just want to be oh, yeah. lazy. And then as soon as you just put on like a pair of jeans, it's like, oh, wait, where are you going? Why do you have real clothes on? Why yes. don't you have yoga pants or pajama pants on? Exactly. Right and I am the queen. I mean, this is people that know me now. I am the queen of onesies. Like I live for fleece onesies. If I Ooh. can find one with a foot attachment, like, like, uh, under one-year-olds have, like that would be the best. Unfortunately for adults, they, I can't find them. I'm, oh. crazy, I'm always cold. I'm going to have I'm to find cold. you one. I will send find you one. Me. I find you one. Find I can me. find I something anywhere. I will, <laughs> I will pay for them. I'm always freezing. Like even in the summer, I'm, in I'm always, so I have so many onesies. Like my son says, I have a condition. Like I'm just freezing all the time. So yeah. Like when I'm in my fleece onesie and no makeup, he's like, yeah, that's mom, you know, or my so husband, pajama, like my husband's t-shirts. Oh I'm yeah. Like, yeah. I need like loose clothes. Like oversized stuff that doesn't yes, show your love figure. It. Love it. Great yeah. Nice. You have to be loose. I mean, eating cookies. That's right. Well, also like the best, the best feeling is when you take that bra off. Oh like, God. Oh, I'm so telling great. you those three months, I'm not going no bra. When I, everybody was like, when I first put on jeans, I'm like, no, when I first put a bra on, I was like, I can't do it. I can't do it. I can't. It's too much restriction. I, can't. I know I was, I was living in sports bras. If I had to put something on, I was this, I actually put a bra on. I'm like, I'm doing a sports bra. I can't. I, it was, yeah. my body was rejecting it. Me it too. Horrible. I just horrible. went and got some without like wire. And I'm like, it has straps and it has like a, a clasp at the back, but it's totally just like a sport. It feels like a sports bra. I'm like, this is nice. It actually might've been my husband that was like, do you want to put on a bra this month? And I'm like, not if I have to, I'm not going. <laughs> <laughs> do you want to put a jock strap on? Exactly. Like, that's the question you should ask. <laughs> exactly. Like, no, awful, awful. It's just so restricting and it's so just, restricting. but you know, it is necessary. I, I feel. <sighs> yeah, unfortunately. <laughs> so can we, can we talk more about this mommy makeover campaign that you uh, are yes. like leading the charge on? Yeah. So, um, when I started this, when I launched my book, um, and I put it out there, um, just asking people, it was kind of on my website. If you think you're the best mom ever, um, tell me your story, reach out to me. There was a thing on my website that like, tell me why you think you're the best mom ever. Um, giving me your info. And it didn't have to be like, you're the mom. It could be a child, a husband, someone you work with. Again, I thought I'd get like 15, 20 responses. I got over like a hundred. Wow. It did, it did go though. It was post on social media and a radio station posted it. Um, so it took me like two months to review it all because the stories that came through, one was as cute as this little girl wrote in that my mom drives me. She's the best mom ever because she drives me to dance class five days a week and makes the best frozen chicken nuggets and fries. And I was like, your mom needs to be my best friend. So give her my number. But it was like <laughs> as cute as that to the stories that came through of cancer survivor, like people that have lost children. Like it was very deep and very... Um, 
emotional stories. Mm-hmm. So reviewing and reviewing, this was the first mommy makeover um, I did. I ended up only, I, I chose like four women because I couldn't choose just one. So um, I wanted to also team up with local small businesses because this is right out of COVID, you know, and mm-hmm. also I'm a small business. So um, yeah, I had a photographer, a hairdresser, a dress owner. Um, I reached out to an event space. And then um, when I announced it on my book launch, my, the owner of Bella, who I work with the magazine, she's like, I love this. Whoever the winner is, I'm going to put them in our beauty magazine. So they ended up getting this full makeover hair, makeup, dress, a photo shoot. They end up having um, a full spread in Bella magazine. Um, it just went, it was such a beautiful story. NBC picked it up. They were like, we love what you're doing. We ha- we want to do another one. Please pick two. I'm like, oh my God, I love this. Cause this was the point. I wanted to spread this and take this, not even in New Jersey, like wherever else I could go and then have more small businesses be a part of it, you know? Yeah. So if I'm where you are and your small businesses will pick up and donate and give to these women that are in need, you know, like as much people that could give back, it would be a beautiful thing. So now, um, I just did a third one and now we might be doing one in Philly. So we're just waiting to, yeah, hear back from some of them are charity events. Some of them are stories that people are emailing. It's just, yeah, wherever it will take it. So I love it. I think it's just, it's one of my favorite things I've, I've started. So, yeah. And how long has that been going on for? It started, my book was a year out this October. So it's been a year. Wow. That's yeah. amazing. And we're on to number four. That's incredible. That's incredible. Um, seven women and number four in total. Wow. Well, that's amazing. Cause I think that it's so important to recognize that and that the things that we think are important to our kids, they don't even notice. And it's the little things like the frozen nuggets and the fries and taking me to dance class or whatnot. Like that's really what sticks out with them. I love it when they bring home like the projects or they like fill it out and you're like, Oh my gosh, like that's what you love. Like, Oh, cause it's just, you see it through their eyes. And so we want to feel, you know, mom's being a thankless job, you know, sometimes. So if they, you want to feel like they are noticing, right? A hundred percent, a hundred percent. And feeling good about it. That mommy makeover would be amazing. Right. Yeah. And you know, some moms just like what you said, like every, every mom is so important in their own way. Um, being a mom who went through infertility or, you know, moms who had miscarriages or moms that are just living their, you know, their life as just, you know, stay at home moms, working moms, whatever it is, everybody has their own story. So really the point of this is sharing their stories for other moms to connect with. And, Mm -hmm. to you know, like I said, when I was going through the struggles of my own, whatever I was dealing with, it was other moms that I kind of went to for that support. So, um, even through these stories going out, we're, we're posting these on social media. Some of the moms have said, you know, people, and, and all these people, you know, get permission to do that, to tell their stories, but they've reached out and helped so many other moms too. So it's a really good thing for the connection of that. Absolutely. I think, I mean, it's just like a mother sisterhood. Yes. Yes. Right. Mm-hmm. I mean, we're all, we all relate somehow, some way. Yeah. And, um, that's why I think it's so popular and that's why there's so many businesses out there and like social media is geared yeah. towards that and, and things like that. So 
because motherhood can be challenging and chaotic, what tips do you have for moms listening to this show who struggle when it comes to work-life balance? So on me personally, it's, uh, I mean, my husband is part of it and we have total opposite schedules. So I work every weekend. He works every other weekend. So, um, we do team up, like we have, we have very, very weird schedules, but we're kind of like two ships passing in the night, but we make it work. That's like another marriage thing. I always tell people, people like, how are you guys together so long? I'm like, cause we never see each other. Right. 100%. So we make it I... nights. We miss each other. <laughs> yeah. Well, cause you know, if you're around each other, you just get sick of each other. Yeah. So I think that, you know, of distance or, or separation is always good too. You know, what does um, your husband do for a living? He's a power plant operator. So he's like Homer Simpson. Yeah. <laughs> um, so he works shift work. He works 12 hour, um, 12 hour days, two weeks, days, two weeks, nights. So, okay. Yeah. But, um, so my mom, my parents live three minutes away. So they are, if it wasn't for them, I would not be able to be doing what I do. They are a big help. So I always tell people like asking for help. I'm the hardest thing I'm is asking friends for help. Yes. Um, my best friend lives 45 minutes away, but when we used to live close to each other, she used to say like, ask me for help, ask me for help. And I did take advantage of that when we lived close, but, um, you know, with, with the struggle of doing both, it's, I work weekends. So, you know, moms that's weekends as with the kids. So when I get home, that's, that's mom time. So it's, I have to, I've learned to be better with like shutting down stuff and then like focusing on, you know, family and that kind of stuff. Like I just got back from vacation. I put a thing on my social media, like out of the office and I did not, I went like black on social media. Like I totally, which I usually do a post every day or do some kind of connection with my work. And I literally stayed off it for seven days. And it was the best thing I did for my mental state, like the yeah. best thing. So even I got text messages from clients. I did not comment, do anything until I got back. I just was family and myself just like focused on that. So that's great. And I think that that's so important. I think a lot of people were taking breaks or taking a step back because especially after COVID and being stuck in the house, that's all, that was our only outlet for connection because we couldn't do human connection in person. So we were on zoom, we were on social media, trying to get all of our news and our information and seeing who had COVID and who didn't and who was, you know, it gets very, very daunting and overwhelming for sure. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. I I agree too. Like I put my phone down um, because I'm a single parent. And so I've been doing lots of things that I wasn't doing before. And I have to just tell them like, I they hate it. They're like, are you going to get on a phone call? I'm like, well, you're leaving right now. So mm-hmm. I'm going to get, try to get my phone calls done while you're not here. And then yep. when you get back, are you going to be on a phone call? I was like, I'm going to try my very best not to, because going through a divorce and you've got lawyers calling, they always want to call you Yeah. the end of the yeah. day. And it's like, I, I'm now having to say like, you're going to have to call me between now and this in this hour, or you're gonna have to wait and you're gonna have to take an after hours call because I only get this much time with my kids because of the schedules and because I'm doing everything else and things that I wasn't doing. I don't want to take it away. So I'll put my phone down. I'll take my watch off, you know, things like that. Yeah. And I do tell my kids, I'm like, listen, mommy, mommy's job is through social media and phone calls, stuff like that. If I'm not painting someone's face, 
I am taking a call, I'm booking someone, or I have to answer an email, or I have to do a Zoom, or I'm like, so, and it might be the time that you're not in school. So you have to allow me to do, that's mommy's work. That's how mommy gets paid, you know? Um, it's the same thing, like daddy goes to work from four in like the afternoon till 5 a.m. Daddy's not here at nighttime, he's working. So it's like, just because it's at your time, I go, but I go like at nine o'clock, you know, like a certain thing, I literally do not answer my phone for work, but I will purposely not be like this on the phone. So if like, they want to watch a movie, like if we have movie time, cause we're, we are crazy with the movies. Yeah. Um, the phone is off. Like I'm completely focused where, cause they'll go crazy. If I'm like, what are you looking at? You know, like, I'm. that's it. Yeah. Like, unless it's my mom calling or something, you know, like Grammy's calling, hold it, pause it, but there's no work. Like, I'm not going to be doing that while we're having a family thing, but I'll have to tell them like, you know, I don't have like a nine to five job. So, right. Yes. Yeah, and that's difficult for them to understand. And I think yes. too, when now after pandemic, like when they were home all of the time, they had yes. to learn that just because you're not at school where this is where you typically would be right now. I'm typically getting my stuff done while you're not here. Now you're yeah. here. So now yeah. you have to see what we're doing. You need to understand that like, this is still, work day. It's a Wednesday, like just yeah. because you're home. Cause there's a half day, like doesn't so mean that I get a half day. Right. It was you know? very hard. During and that. they're little too, they're getting there, but yeah. you know, you also want to show them that you work hard and you're setting boundaries and things like that too. Cause it's a good, it's a great, example. great thing. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Agree. Well, what about, I'm going to ask you a question that I wasn't going to plan on asking. Cause you had mentioned you've got makeup brush lines and things like that. I'm yeah. pivoting now um, yeah, sure. to more of the makeup stuff. So what got you into being a makeup artist and what are some good tips and tricks you can share if, yeah. without the visual? Yeah, no. Um, so what got me into a makeup artist? I'm trying to make, cause I'm, I'm such a talker. I did you go to Jersey cosmetology school or did you go? I went to esthetician school when I was 18, right out of high school. College was not for me. Cool. Um, I was a dancer. Like I went to like that Votech school where I was in like that dance program, thought I wanted to be on Broadway, all that stuff. Realized not even that good. Told my parents <laughs> senior year, I'm burnt out. I'm done. I thought my dad was going to kill me. Mm. And I think because all the money they spent on dance. Um, and he was like, what do you want to do? And I'm like, makeup. And I'm born in 82. So, you know, no social media then. No, no. YouTube. No, like James Charles. No, no iPhone. No, nothing. No, none of Barely that. Barely texting. So, yeah, there's none of that. So there's no like makeup artist that I'm like, ooh, I want to be like them. It's the girl at the Mac counter. That yeah. was, you know, that, that was it. I had chestnut lip liner and bubbles. Like there was no. Yes, like you go and you get the, the makeup. Like if you knew you were going to a wedding, you go and like go exactly. to the Mac counter. Like. <laughs> So they were just like, okay, so how are you going to learn? Like, where are you going to succeed in this? And I'm like, and I'm going to do makeup on famous people. Talk about like the manifest stuff. Like, I'm like, yeah, that's what I'm going to do. So my dad was like, okay, we'll find you a school in the city. So I'm like, all right. So it was a cosmetology school. I did it for a year, um, graduated. It was a two day makeup course. Like they literally put on eyeshadow with Q-tips. Like I learned nothing, nothing, yeah, yeah. not even. Not even color matching, nothing. So um, I knew how to pop pimples, which I knew I never wanted to do in my life and how to wax, which I knew I never wanted to do in my life. But um, yeah, so I left there and the teacher knew I wanted to do makeup and said, go, she got me a job freelancing at Bobby Brown, the city. Mm -hmm. But I lived in Jersey, which with a commute, it was close to an hour. 
So then I went from there to Jersey and I got a job with Chanel, like behind the counter, worked there for a year. And I really wanted to work for Mac because I knew like at the time I would be able to like learn stuff. Then I don't know what they do now. This is like 20 something years ago, but they gave you like a two week, um, like learning, like color theory. And I learned so much in those two weeks and working with the trainers and other artists that I always say like where I learned how to do makeup is from other artists. Like that is where I learned from the trainers, from other artists, from, you know, everybody on your team playing with each other. Like that is how I learned how to do makeup. Cause again, we didn't have, I mean, the only book, I have some makeup books here, but maybe a little bit, but it's from working on each other. Sure. So I worked for Mac for probably like nine years, um, was a beauty stylist with them. At the time, my regional manager worked, moved to Clarence and they had this regional artist position. She offered me it. I was working all through New Jersey, New York, and Connecticut, doing uh, makeup classes, teaching, training, did that, got married, tried to get pregnant, was doing infertility. Long story short, I couldn't be traveling all the time. Went back freelancing for Mac, ended up getting a clientele, like major clientele, which is on weekends. Mm-hmm. Started my own business, opened up an LLC, been doing that for several years. And people were asking, you're going to have your own makeup line. You're going to do this eventually like goal. Like I could just, you know, it's always throw we'll it out there in the future. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't want this huge makeup line. There's thousands of makeup lines, but I would love, especially my whole, I mean, you see what, you know, with the mom and kids and everything, I would love a simple line. So it's good for, you know, people young kids just starting to wear makeup or moms on the go, like a 10 item product of just like quick and easy. That would be my makeup line. Yeah. And my brushes, I'm a huge brush fan. So the brush set was like 10 years in the making that I just finally was like, I'm doing it. So yeah. How many brushes do you, cause I have brush sets and I'm like looking at them, like, I don't even know what to do with these. I know like there's the compact one and there's like the angled brush, which I don't even know what you're supposed to. Yes. Not as, yeah. So everybody was like, when I came out there, like, whoa, there's so many. And I'm like, there's a reason because I just showed all her brushes. She just pulled those up for those (laughs) that can't see her. (laughs) Um, But there's a reason because some, some people I know love makeup and love to play. So I wanted to do a whole artistry brush set. And -hmm. there's some people that again, want five brushes, but it's an affordable brush set and it gives you the option. So I always often with my brush. Yeah. How often do you have to clean your brushes? Your own personal brushes, if it's like an eyeliner or foundation, a little bit hands like hand soap and warm water, go like this, rinse every it day? out, lay Once it down. You should, you should. If it's every day, if it's liner where it's going to harden, you have to. Foundation yeah. once a week. Your beauty blender every day. Every I don't day. have a beauty, bl- beauty I don't have a beauty blender. I do that for concealer. Like I put my concealer. I don't have a concealer either. We're gonna talk. We're going to talk like the one thing I'll use is concealer. And I'm again, eighties, nineties girl. So I need liner. Like I have to have liner. Otherwise you wouldn't see my eyes. Um, so I, yeah, I need concealer. It's I a don't beauty see. blender, like a, like a spice, a sponge yeah, thing. I don't have any of that. I, you, yeah. I, I'm going to send, you're going to give me your address or yeah. package in the mail. And then you're going to get on Zoom with me, me. Yes, and you're going to teach gonna... me. I think I use so, like a, like a, a CC cream. Yeah. Like a be like, yeah, same thing. Just like a tint of moisturizer or something, but we still need concealer because you don't want yeah, that under your eyes. Need some of that. So I'll tell you when COVID happened, the, the reason why the makeup lessons blew up when COVID happened, I started doing makeup lessons on Zoom. 
because nobody had anywhere to go. And they were just like, and I crazy discounted them. And I get really close to the screen and make those like crazy funny zoom faces because I'm like this with my eyeball, like all up on it. Yeah, you get it with the mouth open. Oh yeah, because I wanted people to understand like, and I'm like, oh my God, if they screenshot me, this would be hilarious, but whatever, like they need to learn. Um, but it was the best and they loved it. And it was, re- it's, you can do it through Zoom a hundred percent. I just prefer it one-on-one. Sure. So, you know, but um, I will teach you, don't worry. I, I do uh, some promotion for an eye kit and uh, she gave, she sent it to, I got it. And I'm like, I don't know what <laughs> to do with all these colors. There was a, but like purple and green and orange and yellow. And I'm like, what do I, am like, I don't know. And so later she tells me like, Oh, you, you mix them together and you use it for the, I'm like, I didn't know what that was. I thought (laughs) I, I had no clue. I think what I did, like tried to like, I couldn't, I think it was, I thought it was like creamy eyeliner or eye makeup or something. (laughs) Oh my God. That's so funny. I was not educated in makeup. I went to the Clinique counter when I was maybe 12 or 13 and they gave me a powder, a blush. Um, and then they did an eye match for like my eye color and they gave me some, some olive green brownish tones because I have green eyes and that that's what I wore. Oh my God. That's so, so I'm the same way with you with hair. Like I have curly hair, so I could do it one way. I have no, I can't blow it out myself. So like, I don't even know how to blow out hair. My poor daughter has to learn herself. Like I, so like, like dry shampoo and I'm around weddings and bridal and hairdressers. And I look at them like no idea. Don't even know how to use a curling iron. Like no idea. Somebody sent me a kit once. It was like the wand with the attachment. And I'm like, yep, no idea. Do you use a diffuser? My sister has hair like yours. Yep. I use a diffuser. That's how I dry my hair. So I know how to use a diffuser hair dryer but not the dryer by itself. <laughs> Got it. Yeah. I have like this weird in between so I can wear it scrunchy or I can straighten it, but my sister's got the tight, tight, tight curls. Yeah. And so it's, she, and it's a, she Struggles has to go real. find a hairdresser that actually knows how to cut curly um, hair. I go all the way to New York to get my hair cut. It's a big deal with curly yeah. hair. It's a big deal. It's a big it deal. Is. Yeah, it is. Well, this was so much fun. Um, Thank you for being here. I had to ask me about questions because I was just being of selfish, course. but I feel like everyone has those questions. Absolutely. <laughs> and- oh, wait, I want to give you a makeup tip. Oh, great. Give you, Cause you asked for that, right? Didn't you ask for that? I well, I'll ask for it now. Sure. <laughs> um, cause I want to give you like a simple makeup tip that you could just, you know, yes. Yes. Um, so tell me what, is there one thing that like, uh, like that you just, Oh yes. Like doing, what's yeah. the, what's like your, yes. What's a good makeup tip. For moms, say, I mean, you said a good concealer is always probably should be in your arsenal. I'm going to give you guys a secret because it's the cheapest, but it's my favorite. I use it on celebrities. It's like my allure. It's like one of the top concealers now. Um, The only thing is because it's so inexpensive because it's Maybelline that color matching, but you could buy a couple and see what works best. Mm-hmm. but it's my favorite, favorite, favorite top concealer. So Maybelline instant age for wine concealer. Um, love it. I apply it and I actually make like a little bit of a vase. So if I'm puffy, which if I go down, oh, they can't see me. I just realized that <laughs> if I tilt my head down and you can see the puffiness, I'll go a little underneath the circle. Right. And then I take a wet beauty blender, um, which you can actually go on my website and get mine because they're amazing. But you can use <laughs> Blender if you which want, we'll you have, have we'll put that. links in all yeah. the line uh, in the in the show notes so you guys can get. But grab you really it. you don't you can get any beauty blender, wet it so it's damp, 
like it's not soaked and just press it in. It is the, the best thing is that a lot of times under the eyes were dry. So a lot of concealers cake up. Yeah. Or they go in your lines. Exactly. This one stays creamy. You always want to apply your skincare. So have some kind of eye cream or whatever, you know, just Mm -hmm. something first, but still that being said, it's creamy and it covers and you don't get that four hours later where it's like you said, creasing in your eyes, the best concealer. So Maybelline instant age rewind. I don't work for Maybelline. I don't get paid for Maybelline. It is my Favorite concealer. I love it. Love that. Well, that's awesome. Cause I don't have, I think I have one and it cakes and I just don't use it. So I just, you know, but yeah. there's lots of tricks I'm going to have to ask you about yeah. when and, we're done. Um, oh yeah. And my last thing, cause I know I said it before, but we didn't get into it. So, yeah. um, hint second book yes. is let's, coming let's out. It's, it's the daddy book. So yay. I, I was going to say, it's gotta be a daddy me. book. <laughs> It is. And a little hint on the uh, superhero, but that's all I'll say. I'll, you know, not, you're like the second person on a podcast I've talked Ooh, to about it. But, and when do you know, yeah. when is that coming out like father's day next year? It's going to be close to father. Yeah. So maybe a little bit before we'll have a uh, around mother's day. So it's like a, you could get the mom and the dad. Oh, yeah. like a little bundle pack or yeah, something. Oh, exactly. I've got lots of ideas. Well, uh, <laughs> we'll have to come back and you'll have to come back and share that with us when it's, I would love it. It's go. equally as funny. So I, so it's great. really, it's really cute. Is it yeah. based off your husband? It is. Who's like, it's, it's hilarious, but oh, you know yeah. what? It's also based of all the men in my life. So my brothers, my father, um, so it can relate to any, any man out there. Yeah. Wonderful. Well, we'll have to have you back for that. And so where can we find you on social and where can we find your book? Because yes. I recommend this to all. And then, uh, the, the links will be in the show notes for anyone that wants to go and check it out. Absolutely. My Instagram is makeup artist underscore LV. Uh, my website is laurenvenna.com. Um, my book is available. You could go on my website or you could go on, you know, Amazon, Barnes and Nobles.com. Yeah. And then I have even small businesses. If you go on my website, that has a list of all of those that carry my store, my uh, book. Awesome. And then I'm sure we could get your brushes on your website as well. Yep, if you're talking my makeup, website. we got a little double dipping in this episode. <laughs> Very excited. Absolutely. And uh, thank you so much for being here. Oh, thank you. It was wonderful. Awesome. And so guys, just go check out Lauren, go check out her book, check out her makeup. I'm going to share some tips, maybe one of these days on social, but I'm going to learn from her and we'll uh, catch you on another episode of the chaos and cookies podcast. Thank you so much. You're welcome. Thank you. Thank you for listening to the chaos and cookies podcast. If you want more goodies and friends to share them with, follow the crumbs to the Facebook group or visit the Chaos and Cookies website to grab my sweet secrets on how to calm your cookies. Don't forget to leave us a five-star review on iTunes. See y'all next week for another episode of Chaos and Cookies.